Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. If you saw this title of this particular episode and went, why that sounds delightful, then you are in for a treat. So the title of today's show is Whip Me, Beat Me, Call Me Edna. For those of you who were into the weird and wacky in the 80s, you might have actually heard this song. This is actually a song title. And if you were into the weird and wacky in the 80s, then this song title would have been familiar to you. It is like a cult classic. So if you haven't heard it, I'm not allowed to play the music on my show. So you have to go find that. Go find that on YouTube and go find out all about What Me Beat Me Call Me Edna. As far as I know, the story behind this song is that um, the song title was actually like a title that was found in a bathroom or something, like written on a wall. And the person who saw it had been working in the bathroom. He was like an electrician or, or like a plumber or something. And he saw the title. He was also in a band. He, was, he thought that was a delightful title. So he wrote a song by that name. Or else the name of the, the song is called Strapped and the, the lyrics in it are Whitney Beat Me, Call Me Edna. I just remember the Whitney Beat Me, Call Me Edna part of it. And I thought, what a great title. We are going to use that today. Because heck, he stole it off of a bathroom wall. So I'm going to be using that too. And what we're going to be talking about are safety things to be aware of, areas of the body that are safe to, um, to play with impact play, some of the fun tools that you probably have around your house that you can start with impact play, and um, who who's into it, what can it be used for, what are the benefits of it, because as with everything, there's always more to it than just what meets the eye. And for some people, this topic may also really like bring up some some stuff for you. You might feel like put off by it or scared even. You know, like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's, that sounds frightening. We're working on this and playing with this on a level that's 100% consensual. And with education, it can also be... Uh, it can also be safe so that you're not having any impact that's going to harm you. Unless you're asking for harm and you're kind of, you like to actually have uh, a really deep level of impact play that that does crack the skin open or bruise. That's, and that's just a personal thing for you. So what we're talking about today is uh, we might get to that level of play. We'll see how much time we have, but we are going to be talking about some beginner play tips uh, things to know that you can actually use so that you don't end up getting sued for harming somebody because maybe they didn't, you know, maybe you didn't have an agreement in advance and all of a sudden this person, you know, comes back and says, well, they hit me and now it's abuse. So 
how to how to mitigate situations to make sure that you do not get sued and how to have agreements uh, for these situations as well. Because when it does come to impact play, if there isn't an agreement in place, it can appear or somebody could come back in the future and accuse you of abuse. So, you know, even if you really love each other and, you know, all of everything seems, everything else seems okay, you know, when there's breakups, uh, a lot of times this is when the anger and whatever will come back and you could get accused of things. So you want to make sure that you have certain things in place. And I'm a huge fan of contracts. Um, so you can either have a written contract with the person that you're playing with. If they are your partner, long-term partner, you can still have that because um, it can be fun. If you're a nerd like I am, or if you're a nerd like Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory and his love of contracts, you can absolutely create a little quick contract to say that you both agree to this impact play, whoever's receiving the impact, whoever's gifting the impact, that this is all agreed on, that there were safe words discussed in advance, that the safe words are and were used. You can be really thorough if you want pages and pages of agreement of what you will use for impact play in terms of the tools, whether it's your hands or whether you've got like a flogger or something. So you can be thorough with that if if um, if you'd like a really thorough contract, but it's uh, it's not a hundred percent necessary. Uh, you can be really simplified with these are the rules of engagement. We do have safe words in play. We will be engaging in this play as consensual adults, and then that's um, that's basics the basics of what you need, and then actually sign it so that you have proof that what you're doing is a-okay for both parties involved. We're gonna just get that out of the way. So now let's hop over to talking about what I usually discuss when we first get on the show, which is all about the pleasure zone and what we talk about here. And when we talk about all kinds of things pleasure related, whether it's from the world of kink or whether it's from the world of healing or whether it's sociology or psychology and like what's going on with us to have us be the way we are sexually, whether we're sexually repressed or whether we are like sex addicts, what's going on? Why are we like we are? And how can we have more pleasure? So on the pleasure zone, we are seeking to have more pleasure. So if you are here listening, you are probably a pleasure seeker in some way or other. And maybe it's specific to this topic. Maybe you're specifically like, hey, I want to listen to this, you know, I want to listen to this woman talk about people being spanked. Just an FYI, I will not be actually spanking anybody on this show because I do not have a lover who likes to be on video. And so to bring my lover husband on video to do that would be very awkward. But I will give you some demos on my own arms um, just so that you can hear the impact of uh, of certain tools, right? And for some people, the sound of the impact is actually one of the things that is quite a turn on, although the sensation is also quite a turn on. Uh, the sound itself, like having a thud or like a stinging sound, which is more like a, uh, let's get the stinging sound. I don't know if you guys can hear that difference. So a thud is more like a big, slappy sound and then there's more of a like a whip I don't have my whip right out right now because I would have to try and whip my hand I don't think it's going to make that much sound so 
what um and you wouldn't necessarily slap your own hand unless you know you you're playing with a dom who wants you to slap your own hand and you're the sub usually it would be the dom using the tools on you so getting clear on your roles is helpful too if you if you're both switches which what what does that mean that means that you could play the dom dominant role or you could play the sub the submissive role so <clears throat> so it depends on um on what you've agreed on right so and you might both be switches in one point you're playing the dom role and your partner's playing the sub role and then you have an agreement and you might even have a word that you use that that indicates that it's time to switch you might actually just say switch and then the rules change so you just know that that is possible too. You're not, you don't always have to be uh, one role or the other, you can be a switch. So in this case, we're just talking, we're gonna be talking about both roles as the receiver of the impact play and the giver of the impact play and what you need to be aware of, what you need to be aware of in your body when you are receiving impact play and how to feel safe with that, how to be able to relax into the pleasure of it. At the same time, you know, you're getting spanked. So how do you relax when you're being spanked? There are ways, <laughs> you know, we will talk about that. Sometimes having additional things like, like bondage um, in order to have uh, some restriction of one movement so that your body does go into the, uh, the like this the sub zone like you're actually completely like releasing and your body is relaxing into that so so yes what are we going to talk about first let's talk about communication because it's really important to have we talked a little bit about contract you can actually have a written contract you can have verbal conversation about these things far in advance of actually writing that contract so how awkward is it to think about I'm going to have a conversation with my lover about being spanked. Now, if you have been together for a really long time, like say more than two or three years, and yes, longer, like 60 or 70 years, and you've been together, yes, people have been together for 60 or 70 years, and they still get it on. Congratulations to you guys. And so if you have been together for a really long time, and you're still looking to have fun, and you're not sure how to bring up a conversation because the things that you desire now were different than you desired when you first started dating and you've kind of changed. How do you have this conversation if when you first started dating, these things were like a hard no, and now they aren't a hard no, now they're a curiosity. One of my favorite things to do is get the yes, no, and maybes list going or the do's, don'ts, and maybes. And you can find that on my website at militsayalanich.com. You can just go scroll down to the bottom. There's a do's, don'ts, maybes list. You can sign up for that. It's free. I really don't send out an awful lot of, uh, I don't actually like plug you to like sign up for things. It's just get that. You get on my mailing list. You'll find out what the next upcoming shows are. So uh, absolutely go grab that. Then on that list of the do's, don'ts, maybes list, there are some, some pretty standard vanilla things to play with, but you can always add any of these things to do with impact play and go through that list with your partner and add some of the things you desire because having that list is a great conversation starter. So download two copies or seven, however many lovers you've got. Download a copy for all you and all your lovers 
and go through your do's don'ts maybe list so that you can find out where you are having things that you both have in common that you like and then you can also find things that you definitely know are off the table for now right because it can change and look at the things that are negotiable and having the things that you know are yeses and say you both have a bunch of things that are yeses the do's um, what's really great is you can just take all those as ideas stick them in a jar beside your bed and when you're not sure what to do but you're feeling kind of horny go into that jar and figure it out you know it could be like play with sexy dice tonight and the sexy dice tell you to go give a blowjob in the shower you know the sexy dice can be a lot of fun if you don't have sexy dice they're quite easy to find they're on pretty much every well every sex shop I know of sells sexy dice you can even make your own if you can just get a pair of like plain dice you know cubes of wood and you can write your own sexy ideas on those as well you can get like cubes of wood uh, pretty much anywhere that they sell wood uh, also you can get those kinds of things there can be like children's play blocks I know that sounds awkward but you can use you can use things like that um, to create your own sexy fun toys so back to the impact play how do we get involved in it so part of this is like how do we even start the conversation and the do's don'ts maybes list is a great way to begin the conversation of putting that on the list you know maybe you'd like to be flogged on your buttocks maybe you would like to have um let's say oh what's a fun one oh you know what let's play with cooking utensils why not uh, a whisk maybe you'd like a wire whisk like flicked on your nipples I'm all about using the things you've already got in your home, but but let's be clear, you might want a set that's dedicated specifically to your play so that, you know, the next time you go to whip your egg whites, you're not thinking about the fact that you just flicked your lover's tits with those, uh, you know, metal whisks or whatever. So have your separate set. There's It's a super affordable way to get some fun um, sex toys and you can get them at like any store your dollar local dollar store will probably have a metal whisk um, your local dollar store will also have things like ooh, rulers that are really helpful too you can get them in like plastic or wood and you know what else you can actually get these sticks for free if you go to home depot and you're painting and you can just ask for like five wooden stir sticks and there those can be used for impact play free impact toys you know you can also find um sticks on trees for example like weeping willows if you can take a branch off of them and um strip it down and make your own wooden whip i know and those are i bring that up because those whips were actually used as a threat to me as a child and they were threatening but they could also be transferred over to actually create play. So the things that could have traumatized you as a child, you can actually bring them back in to your life to be able to begin to heal some of those traumas of threats of physical violence. And because if you are in the supposition um, and you are the person who has the say of when to stop and when to go, you can actually start to gain a sense of control back and a sense of 
trusting your own body and trusting the person you're with. And it can help you sometimes even overcome a lot of traumas that are related to impact. So there's a surprising, that surprising component to impact play that can be very healing. If you are working with somebody who's very highly respectful of you, is honoring of the safe words and is willing to, to work with you uh, with aftercare. So aftercare is very important when it comes to kink. And it's very important that you have either conversation or you have aftercare that will have the person feel like they are, uh, they're cared for, that they're not being completely abandoned because a lot of times the, the desire for, for kink is coming from a level of needing some healing as well. So, whoa, we're already at our first break. I don't even know what happened there. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today we are talking about whip me, beat me, call me Edna. For those of you who don't know, that is a from a song from the 80s. Um, but today we're actually talking about impact play. We're talking about some of the main concepts of impact play and what is impact play. So impact play is pretty much widely defined as um, the practice that involves one person receiving impact and the other person giving the impact. So if you're receiving the impact, for example, like being punched or spanked or whipped, or um, I suppose even like flicked or flogged, then 
any of those times, if you're receiving that, you're receiving the whipping, it's for gratification and pleasure. It's pleasure-based. And it is important to know that this is pleasure-based because you can use it as, uh, you know, you can, you can have things where you're having, uh, let's, the words are evading me right now. Uh, and so if, if you've done something really good and you're, you're being rewarded, you know, this can be a reward, but it can also be where if you're, you know, if you've done something naughty, then you're being punished. So rewards and punishments can come under this category uh, of, of uh, play. So what I'm talking about today is using impact play for pleasure as a reward. <clears throat> but there are times where you can use it as also a punishment where it's consensual non-consent and the punishment is actually a reward. So the then the dynamic changes a bit. So say, and, and let me give you an example of that. <clears throat> so if it's consensual non-consent and you're playing maybe the role of teacher and student, this is a pretty common one. And the student has done something naughty, maybe in class, maybe they didn't do their homework. And, and let's keep in mind, these are adults playing these roles, right? Consensual roles, having the conversation in advance <clears throat> that what the consensual non-consent part is that the person has agreed in advance that they will play the role that they don't want to be spanked, that acting as if it's a punishment, right? But it's actually a pleasure. So the student who may have done something wrong or bad, disrupted the class, didn't do their homework, and the teacher is punishing them, the punishment is for, it's playful punishment. So it's not actually like you've been a bad person. It's playful punishment, consensual, non-consent. So the person receiving the spanking will be playing the role of, please don't spank me, teacher, uh, that sort of thing, right? So agreed in advance that, you know, a lot of play that does involve uh, spanking, you, the words no will often come up as part of the play. So no is not a safe word because it's actually uh, in the world of a lot of this uh, impact playing in, in the world of kink, no can actually be an invitation for more. So that's why you need to have these agreements in advance. You have to understand what you're getting into for both uh, psychological reasons so that you feel safe, but also legal reasons. You need to understand that what you're doing, especially if you're going to be hitting somebody, is that it is agreed on in advance. So just being really clear on that, because I don't think you can ever be too clear on the fact that it is something that is agreed upon in advance and there's an understanding um, and a knowing of uh, and an expectation of the scenarios and also an expectation that each person plays a certain role and there is a knowing of what the safe words are. So what um, what we will talk about are two of this, the main categories of impact play. And I mentioned them a little bit. There's the thuddy, thuddy play, which makes a kind of like a big sound like that's kind of big and wide. Um, whether it's like 
pushing with your feet or whether it's playing with a like a paddle is a, will make a sense. So this paddle has this paddle. Oh, this paddle had some, some mm, I'm not sure what that was. It was in a box with a bunch of other toys and I think it got some lube on it. That happens sometimes. So this one has, I don't know if you can tell in the lighting, it has two different textures. And this is a pretty, I don't think you can tell. Oh, there we go, I got the lighting on that. So if you're watching by video, you can actually see what the paddle looks like. And there is texture on this one. It's like diamond shaped texture. And then on the back, it's flat. So you can use either side of these. There's no like right side or wrong side. Um, there are some floggers that may have, sorry, this is, not a, this is a paddle. Um, there are some paddles that may actually have harder things involved. Like there may be wood here. There may be wood covered in leather. There may be metal. Um, so you just need to be aware of what your materials are. There's gonna be a lot of various materials for impact play. Any, literally any material you can conceive of from wood to leather to this um, silicone metal, uh, what else would, I suppose stone, if you were really hardcore. Uh, although having some having like a a stone as uh, the backing could work, um, but also it would be really hard. So you need you need to know what materials work for you. A lot of the ones that I have are these silicone based materials. I have uh, I don't have a genuine leather with, but I have a a, a fun sort of fake leather whip. I like that because it's washable. And what else you can have, you can have things that are like, like I was saying, lying around your house. So let's look at other tools. Paper, you can have like a newspaper rolled up. And that is essentially free. You can have a wooden spoon. I don't know if, if you ever had the threats that you know, if, if you grew up with a, a family who had people in the kitchen all the time and you were bugging them in the kitchen, you might have grown up with a threat of the spoon coming at you that you were going to get spanked with a spoon. So again, I was just tapping into memories of childhood and anything that I may have been threatened with in my life. Spoons were one of them. Actually, a famous one in Serbian culture, uh, and probably I would say in a lot of European cultures, maybe it's cross-cultural across the world, but I can only speak for the European culture because that's the one that I'm familiar with. And the one that I hadn't thought of that I didn't bring out today is the slipper. In Serbian, forever known as the papucha, and you can get hit with that too. So if you happen to have a slipper, you can spank with a slipper too. So as you can see, it's quite wide, uh, wide ranging. You have things around your home that you didn't even know could be used as sexy, sexy tools and that you could actually have some impact play for free starting like today. Whether you are using your nice wooden spoon that you just made spaghetti sauce with, I wouldn't use the same spoon that I use in my kitchen, but you know, you, it, it depends on what you're into. I'd get some spare ones, have some in your, uh, have some around, you know, you can use other uh, materials. So, you know, just like a belt and you can 
you can put, you know, a like an arm in there and you can spank it, but you can also use it as um, just for impact to, to hit with, however you like. So you can hear the sound of that, but it doesn't actually make a big, a whipping sensation. But it sounds good, doesn't it? So just knowing that there's like the the thudding sounds and the like the stinging sounds and depending like sometimes adding that the sound can really have the sound almost is more frightening or or will get you more excited than even the impact itself so keep in mind that you might like all of it and that's cool too and and also keep in mind that you might like only one and you might be like i only like this particular flogger uh, or I only particular like this. So like there's, I don't have a crop here, but um, so crops, riding crops, if you've never seen them, are basically a stick with a little uh, piece of leather usually on it. And if you know what a riding crop is, it's what you normally would hit a horse with to get a horse going faster. So you can see that a lot of these things have been derived from everyday tools that have been around, whether you know, you're know you a farmer and you happen to have horses and you happen to have a flogger because you're gonna work with that with your horses or you, know, you happen to have some of these other things around. Um, I've talked a bit about the history of spanking before on this show and like, where did it come from and all of that. So go back and listen to those shows if you'd like to have some um, more information on that, you know, how did it, how did we end up liking it? Like what, what made us go from thinking of it as something that was uh, punishment to something that's sexy? When did that happen? How did it happen? We don't actually have full information on that, but there are some ideas. So I'd like you to just on this break, when we go to the next commercial break, look around your home, see what's interesting. Like I mentioned, um, paper. You might have a newspaper lying around and you could roll that up really good and turn that into a, a fun uh, a fun impact tool. And it will make a nice noise and it probably won't hurt that much. It'll just give a fun, playful sensation. So the challenge is if you're driving, if you happen to be out and listening to this show when you're walking around, if you happen to be at home, wander around look around and i love to hear back from you guys so if you're uh listening to this on on a station that you can uh, that you can write comments uh to me please feel free to fill that in in the comment section i would love to hear what you found around your home that you could use as an impact toy and i'd love to hear your take on what you think you'd like to use that for. So go do that during this break, but we'll be right back. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza 
every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzajelenic.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email. Info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. We are talking about impact play, what we can use for it, how to play with it, what to do. So in the first few segments, we're talking about communication and contracts, understanding your role, understanding what's needed so that you're safe on both ends, whether you're the sub, whether you're the dom. And so for the sake of not being sued, definitely have agreements in place. Written is probably better if you are working with people you don't know. Uh, and definitely, even if you do know them, uh, having some contracts in place is important. Signing things so that you are not going to get sued is very important. So, uh, and also for the sub to know that they are safe and that you will honor as a dom, that you will honor their their um, their safe words. So getting your safe words in place, getting the scenarios understood and understanding the toys, being introduced to the toys is important too. Checking out the materials. So having a variety of options is always fun, bringing out um, a lovely spread of options so that the sub can pick what they would like to be um, impacted with. The sub could pick it, but also the dom could suggest it, right? Because the dom is the dom, but it is nice to be able to have some options available different materials will have different sounds different thicknesses of materials will too so a whip like a, a single whip will this leather will have a really uh, a stinging sensation and it'll make quite a snapping um snap yeah snapping sound that's the right word and if you have something that's bigger like a paddle of different sorts so i have 
I have this, I have a paddle that is uh, silicone, but you could have a wooden paddle or a, a leather paddle. You could even have uh, a stone paddle, I suppose, be dangerous, but um, you know, it depends on the level of impact you're looking for and what you've agreed on. Uh, metal, wood, yeah, standard materials that you can think of. You could, you know, make your own if you like too. Uh, if you are making your own, make sure that the edges have some rounding to them so that they're not cutting the person's skin, especially if you're new to it and the person has not agreed to impact play at the level that actually creates scars. Going to the level of scars is a whole other level of impact play that's uh, a little bit more dangerous and does require you to have certain things in place, like having having uh, like a first aid kit around is helpful. Kind of like what we talked about last week in the cigar kink show, having a first having a first aid kit around for burns and things. So if you do play with anything for impact play that could cause uh, cuts or anything like that, then, or breaks of any kind, like if you're breaking somebody's face, that would be really hardcore um, and would require some first aid and aftercare treatment. So those are some really extreme. So you could go anywhere from having your buttocks spanked to you smashing a person's nose, you know, I suppose if that really turns them on, that's where things like fight club would come in handy, you know? just go out to fight club and bash each other's faces. And it's actually not recommended to impact play on a face. However, there are people who do that and they do get off on it, like slapping faces or, um, you know, I don't recommend punching eyes. You can blind somebody, but if you are, if you are going to the level where, you, you know, you're taking the risk and you're into having face slapping, then, you know, Slapping with a hand at first would be a good call to start with um, because then you can feel how much um, how much impact you're making. So if you, you know, if you were ever slapped as a child, you were probably slapped with a hand on the face is my guess. Not that I remember having that happen, but yes, I'm sure it did. Yeah, I think it did actually. Um, not not that I'm not like sitting here traumatized by it anymore <laughs> still um, but some people are so I'm not laughing about that if you are because uh, I'm just more laughing at myself of like wow I've come so far because everything was very traumatizing before so so what do we want to do for impact play is know the safe zones so safe places are usually the meaty places so your buttocks are pretty meaty Unless you're not having the meatiest buttocks, but you do have more meat on your buttocks than, than even if you think you have a flat butt, you probably have a meatier, meatier buttocks than you do, say, um, you know, your forearm or something. And there are parts that you do not want to hit because it can, if you bruise them, you can actually cause a person to not be able to walk very well. So there are areas which I would call these are like kill zones because they can kill a person. Uh, and they're also, they're also like, they're more like martial art zones. These are like where you'd want to take a person out. This is where you would hit them. So if you wanted to take a person out, you would hit them up and in the nose and essentially shove their, shove a bone into their brain. You could kill them. 
if you want, see, that's extreme. We're not going to that zone. That's like a whole other, uh, that's, that's a whole other kind of pleasure zone. So knowing the safe zones are important. If you impact somebody's calves really hard, you can actually make it so that they have really hard time walking. Even the shin, like if you impact the shins where the, there isn't a lot of, um, flesh between the normally there isn't a lot of flesh between the bone and and the skin there isn't a lot of muscle in the front of the leg between your knee and your and like your ankle area so that that shin area that's not the safest area to hit either um under the buttocks just below so this is me holding some buttocks if you can imagine this in your mind um, imagination is great for this. So imagine buttocks just below the crease of the the bum where your bum is connecting to your legs, the little divot there. That area is a sweet zone. So spanking and that lower part of the buttocks and the upper part of the legs is a really sweet zone. There are tons of nerves there that connect right into the genitals. And impacting that in a way that is delightful for the receiver can lead to orgasmic um, responses. So, you know, if you know what you're doing and you can have a lot of fun with it, you can actually have uh, orgat like orgasmic responses from impact. Believe it or not, if you're new, if you have never tried this, it might be surprising to you. If you have and you're like, oh yeah, I know this is this can totally work. That's awesome. So. What you would do there is you can spank with your hand, you can spank with a paddle, spank with a stick, spank with a a um, a belt. You know, you got lots of choices. So it's impacting in that area. Find out what the sub is most responsive to, and go with that. And remember the safe words because there may be a point where it could be too much. Sometimes with impact play, the idea is to leave them red but not bruised. And sometimes the redness can be a bit of a sexy, uh, a sexy thing to see. So, you know, a lot of times there, the play talk between, um, between anybody who's in the fet life, so fetish life, the talk will be like, I'm going to make your bum red, you know, going to, there'll be often the discussions about the redness of the area whether it's the buttocks, the breasts, uh, wherever it happens to be that the impact is going, to make it red. So it will be uh, sort of a rosy red color and that you're bringing a lot of blood to that area when you're doing that and you don't wanna bring it so much so that the person's bruising. So a few things to be aware of is if the person does bruise easily, they might have uh, health condition if they if they happen to have like very thin skin and actually it breaks um, with a few impacts then you also need to pull back as as somebody who's doing the impact you need to be aware of things even when the sub might not be aware of it, it you are you are needing to take responsibility to not overindulge your spanking so that you're not harming the person. So keeping your eye on whether they're, um, you know, you're cracking open their skin and that was never agreed on, or if they're starting to bruise and there was never an agreement on bruising, it's important to, to be aware of all of that.
So where do you spank? You spank in the meaty areas and you can impact, sorry, you can impact. It's not just about spanking, but it's about impacting the meaty areas. So definitely avoid, here are what we're going to avoid, the spine. Always avoid exactly where the spine is. You can do some of the shoulder area. Uh, you might have heard of people doing self-flagellation where they back in the day would get um, a whip and they would whip themselves like this, self-flagellation. So you can hit those areas. It's not really hitting because it's on my chair, but you can do that. Um, and so as a, as a partner who is the one, as the person who's doing the, the, the flogging, you can, uh, you can do that on shoulders and it can, it can be nice, uh, just avoiding the spine. You can also do that on breasts. You can do it on, you want to avoid things that are having a lot of organs in the way. So you don't want to like spank where the kidneys are and you don't want to, you know, spank or impact the area that has like your intestines and so not, not your tummy. So uh, what else am I missing anything? Don't flog feet either, because, you know, if you do that, if you hit somebody's feet, they might not be able to walk. Um, also not hitting their head unless they've specifically asked to be slapped. Um, also avoiding ears because you can damage people's eardrums and actually make them deaf. If you hit anything near their eyes, you can also make them blind. Uh, so avoiding all of that is important. You can do some things, say, for example, like uh, on the genitals, you can do some Lights, uh, let's say slapping with a uh, one of these floggers that has some really nice small, uh, this one's silicone for those of you who are watching on a video, like silicone, uh, lots of little silicone ones. You can spank the genitals with that and it can feel really nice. So, and ask your partner again, they might like something more impactful, uh, more study. They might want something more study like a flogger. However, uh, a lot of times just having these things dragged on there to bring the temptation. So dragging like a, a whip or dragging a flogger across the genitals until the very end of it and then spanking it can be really nice. So it can build the energy and then have the impact. And you can do that on any area. You can build the energy by by drawing, say, the flogger across the buttocks and then impacting it. So I hope you guys who are only getting sound for this, audio for this, are enjoying the spanking sounds. We are heading to our next commercial break. You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. I will be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time? for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica 
every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we've been talking about impact play. I hope it's been impactful here for this episode of Beat Me, Whip Me, Call Me Edna. And one of the things we talked about is communication in the very front of the show, very beginning of the show about, you know, you can have written co uh, contracts, you can have verbal communication. Then we talked about uh, different tools you can use, materials they're made of, where to where to actually impact the body, how to impact the body. You can use tools that will hit. Um, you can dry for the temptation and slap. There's a lot of other ways. These are just like super beginner methods to be able to do that. Um, and, and definitely under the, the lines of communication, you know, if, if you haven't had the deep talks, which I recommend that you do about certain things, like do you bruise easily? Those sort of things, you know, do you have any health conditions? Do you have, you know, if you have health conditions like low blood sugar and you're playing with this stuff for like hours on end and the sub needs, uh, the sub has like low blood sugar and they need to have some food or something, you need to look after these things so that people are not getting ill. So one of the things that you can talk about and uh, look at and negotiate, you want to understand um, if there are any words that you want to use to help, like if you're not comfortable using words like, uh, I don't know if I can say the C-O-C-K word, so I'm just going to spell that out, um, you know, properly known as penis, you can say these things or know what, you know, what do you want to, what do you, words do you want to use, what would make it sexy for you? You can ask about all that stuff. You can also ask what their level of experience is. Is it zero, never had it to, oh, like 10, having it daily? Um, and they might not have even at the level of 10, having lots of experience, they might not have had a lot of conversation because not everybody's remembering to communicate. Uh, you also can discuss where you'd like to be hit. And that's where that talk about the safe areas is important. Like it's not the safest to hit somebody's face, but if they're asking to be slapped in the face, and you've agreed to that then that's okay you know we're talking about the meaty areas like working the thighs the breasts the buttocks um, the shoulders aren't meaty but they're okay the back of the shoulders like shoulder blades they're okay also for impact this the the bottom of the buttocks just where the thighs meet meet the um the the bum that's a great area Remember to avoid calves because you can actually stop somebody from being able to walk very well and avoid feet because again, it can cause a lot of problems. You also want to discuss if you're okay with marks. If you don't, if you want to be spanked, but you don't want any marks left behind, then you need whoever is the dom needs to be very aware because they're going to be the ones who can see that. And they also hopefully have enough experience to know what will leave a mark and how hard it will um, of a hit will it be to leave a mark. 
So going through what you'd like to use, the tools you'd like to use, the scenario, um, you know, are you playing a scenario of teacher student? Are you playing a scenario? You know, there's so many other scenarios, but I'm sure uh, if you guys need scenarios, maybe I'll do a show dedicated to scenarios. Also things like whether you bruise easily or whether you have any health conditions or medical concerns that are physical medical concerns or even psychological, whether it's mental health concerns where uh, certain traumas may or certain words may trigger you a lot. So needing to know which words to avoid or certain scenarios to avoid. Um, and also if you are allergic to things like latex, then avoiding latex toys would be important. Um, some people, I suppose, are also allergic to different woods, so you would want to make sure that whatever you're using, wood, like in terms of wood, if you're using any wooden implements to make sure the person's not allergic to those. Lots of things to consider when it comes to the health aspect of it. Um, and also, is this something that you're using for, like know the purpose of it. So is the session for trauma release? Is the session for play and experimentation only? Like, let's just see how this goes. Is this session specifically for arousal to have an orgasm? Then, then you know where to take it, right? So having some of these things, and I know it sounds like, holy cow, like, why do we have to talk about this so much before we get involved? Because you need to, because communication cannot be emphasized enough, especially when it comes to all things sexual. And that is even for vanilla sex, because communication, there is no, there's no amount of communication that is too much communication. So know, knowing a few things, knowing that if, if you are in the zone and you can't even verbalize what your, your safe words are, having them is great. But if you don't have a safe word, then you could always do what, you know, what we've done in martial arts is tapping out. So you can tap out, whether it's like tapping on your own life, tapping on the person's life. So if you, in martial arts, if you can't tap out on the mat, then you might tap out on the person. So you to double tap usually, but you can do it. You can do four if you want. It's to make sure that it's obvious that this is a tap out. So uh, you, different ways that you can tap out. You can also use all of these tap out tools uh, to be able to, you know, if you're sitting there with your partner and they're saying stuff and you're just like, I can't even, and you're like, I don't even want to have this discussion, tap it out. Um, I haven't actually tried tapping it out on conversations, but I think it could work because I do know that safe words can work in conversations. So why not the tap out too? Thank you I for listening you to The Pleasure time. Zone Happy with sensual movement play. artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.